Imagine you're a poor widow who lives in Jerusalem. You've started the day slowly as you did not want to get up when your neighbor's rooster crowed at dawn. You do not want to face another day of begging outside the temple, hoping someone will take pity on you. But since you're not allowed to work, this is the only way for you to make money. It didn't used to be this way. As you eat a small piece of bread for breakfast, you think back to happier days. You remember joyful evenings with your husband after he spent all day fishing out on the Sea of Galilee. Your husband's boisterous laughter filled your home and always caused you to smile with joy. Each week, you loved walking to the temple together to give your offering and talk about trusting God. That all changed a year ago, when a storm caused your husband's boat to overturn and he was never found. Ever since then, your life has been a compilation of one miserable day after another. Today is the day you normally go to the temple to give your offering. But as you scrounge around your house, you realize you only have two pennies. You don't want to give your last little bit of money, but you remember the last time you gave your offering with your husband. He said, Esther, God said in the book of Malachi, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. I will open the windows of heaven for you and pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. So we give our offering showing that we trust God to provide for all our needs. That memory burns in your heart as you slowly walk to the temple, grasping your last two coins. If you put these coins in the box, you will have nothing to purchase any food with. You arrive at the temple, walk into the court of women, and stop before one of the collection boxes. You realize that you're holding the penny so tightly that your fingernails are digging into your palm. Slowly, you unfurl your fingers and examine the money. It may be a small amount, but it is everything to you. As you drop the pennies into the box, you silently pray, Lord. I give everything I have, believing you will provide for my needs. Thank you for allowing me to give. I'm Pastor Michael, and this is Chicken and Waffles, the Bible podcast for preteens, where learning and obeying God's Word creates preteens that are unique and unforgettable, just like Chicken and Waffles. Hey, preteens, welcome back to Chicken and Waffles. This is Pastor Michael. If you are new, I am so glad you're here because I think today is another good day to become unique and unforgettable by learning and obeying God's Word. I want to start off today by just reminding you of the importance of reading the Bible on your own. I love that you come out and listen to Chicken and Waffles. I love that you join me. But what I want you to know is that God wants you to read His Word directly. You know, as Christians, we all have the Holy Spirit. You, as a preteen, you don't have the Holy Spirit Jr., You have the exact same Holy Spirit that I have, and He wants to talk directly to you from His Word. I'm just kind of like your coach, pointing you in the right direction so that you can learn how to read and apply the Bible on your own. 
And so I purposely do two episodes a week. I do it on Mondays and Thursdays so that you will have time in between episodes to read the next chapter of Scripture, and you'll be able to take a section of that and answer our two questions on your own. So I hope that you will continue to do that. And if you haven't started reading the Bible on your own, hey, start doing it today because you're going to find out that you will learn and obey God's Word much quicker when you do it on your own. So I want to encourage you to get a little spiral notebook, pick a section of Scripture that jumps out at you, and write down our two questions. What does it mean? What should I do? And then answer those in your journal. All right, so let's jump into our passage today, and we are in Mark chapter 12, verses 41 through 44. Let's check it out. Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Then a poor widow came and dropped in two small coins. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given more than all the others who were making contributions, for they gave a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. All right, so let's jump into this and let's ask our first question. What does it mean? Now, have you ever sat in one place and just watched the people around you? Now, I know that's sometimes kind of hard at your age, right? Because you're always filled with energy, especially you guys. But sometimes it is fun to just sit and watch people. And you know what we call that? We call it people watching. Yes, that's incredibly original. And Jesus went to the temple, and you know what I love? He went to people watch, right? He's, he's kind of like me, because I love to people watch. And he just sat there, and he watched the people come and go in the temple. Now, my two favorite places to people watch is at the fair or in the airport. Because those are two places that you're going to see all kinds of people. You're going to see tall people, short people, skinny people, not so skinny people, long hair, no hair, well-dressed, or people that look like they just rolled out of bed, especially if they're late for their plane. And it is so fascinating to see the wide array of types of people out there. Now, I will give you a warning if you ever do this. The worst part of people watching is when someone catches you watching them, right? Because in that moment, you're like, oh my goodness, they caught me. I've got to act like I'm doing something. And uh, that's happened to me several times. But when Jesus was people watching at the temple, he saw many rich people giving their tithes and offering. They would go up to these collection boxes, and at this point, there was no paper money. They would have these big bags of coins that probably made a lot of noise. And, you know, they put in the collection box and it'd be like, boom, right? And everybody would know they were rich and they were giving a lot of money to God. But Jesus wasn't really concerned with them. He focused in on this one widow who walked up to the collection box and gave two pennies. Now, why was she so poor? Well, in their society, women were not allowed to work. And so if, if a woman's husband died and she didn't have any family to take care of her, 
she had no way to earn money. And so they would have to resort to begging uh, on the road, or even sometimes they would have to sell themselves into slavery just to be able to take care of their needs. And so this woman, she had lost her husband and had no way to provide for herself, but she was giving all that she had to the Lord. Now, Jesus shocked his disciples when he said that she had given more than anyone else. Let's be honest, that doesn't make any sense, right? If you see someone with huge bags of money and someone with just a couple of pennies, you'd be like, hey, this person's really given a lot more money than the other. But Jesus said the exact opposite. Was he mocking her? Was he like joking with his disciples to make fun of her? No. What he was revealing is that he views money differently from us. You know, we look at the amount of money, and the more zeros you got, you're like, whoa, that guy's rich. Uh, and the less zeros you got, whoo, you need, you need to get some more, right? But Jesus doesn't view our money like that because he doesn't need our money. Because he created everything, and he already owns it all. So he's not impressed if someone gives a lot of money especially if they do it to gain praise and recognition from the people around them. What he cares about is if someone shows their faith by giving him their money. You know, Hebrews 11.6 says, It is impossible to please God without faith. And so Jesus was pleased with this poor widow's gift because she was revealing her faith in God by giving her offering and trusting that he would provide for her needs. So I want you to remember, our big idea today is that I give my tithe or offering to reveal my trust in God. Now, what's the difference between a tithe and offering? A tithe is when you give 10% of what you've earned, and an offering is anything that you give over that 10%. So our big idea is I give my tithe or offering to reveal my trust in God. So what should I do? That's our waffle question. Now, here's the thing. I want you to remember that reading the Bible should change the decisions you make and the actions you take. That's why I always want to answer the second question about what should we do. As a preteen, you're old enough to earn money now, right? You're not a little kid anymore. You are a big, bad preteen, and you can earn money. Now, you may do that because you work around the house, or maybe you're an entrepreneur, and, and you go out through your neighborhood, and you rake leaves or mow grass. You know, my oldest son, when he was a preteen, he started his own little lawn business a couple years ago, and he's got uh, one of our neighbors he mows their yard, and you know what? He makes pretty good cash for doing it, and he does a great job. And so he's earned some money, just like how you can earn money. Now, Christians are instructed to give 10% of what they earn, called a tithe, to their church. And God said in Malachi 3.10 that he will bless people who give their tithe, and Jesus affirmed tithing in Matthew 23.23. But it is not the act of giving your money that Jesus is concerned with. Anybody can give their money. Jesus desires for you to give it with an attitude of faith, believing that he will care for you through the act of giving him a portion of your money. So here's my challenge. 
The next time you earn some money, the next time that you know you do something uh, for your parents or you do something for your neighbor and you earn some money in return, I want you to put aside 10% to give to your church as your tithe. And as you give it, I want to challenge you to pray quietly and say, Lord, I give you this money believing you will take care of me. Your tithe may be $1, or it could be $100. But you know what? God's not concerned with how much it is. We're the only ones that ever get concerned with how large it is. He's not concerned with that. He cares if you are giving it to show your trust and your faith in Him. And here's the thing. If you do it now as a preteen when you don't have a lot of money, you will continue to tithe and give offerings when you become an old fogey like me and you're making a lot more money. So I hope you will do that the next time you earn some money. Now, to truly become unique and unforgettable, I want to remind you, you need to be reading the Bible for yourself. So I want you to get a notebook and make sure that you're writing out both questions Each time you read scripture, what does it mean and what should I do? Pick a time each day to read the next chapter or even just a section of that chapter so that you can ask those two questions. I love that you're listening to this podcast, but remember, I'm just your coach pointing you to God's word. I don't want you to rely on me. I want you to pick up the Bible and read it for yourself. Remember, Every time you learn and obey God's word, you're becoming unique and unforgettable, just like chicken and waffles. I'll see you next time.